Hello, welcome to the Nerd Podcast. I'm Jay. And I'm Rachel. And we talk about things like BL, anime, and things that generally we like to talk about. <laughs> Stuff. Things. <laughs> you know, Lori? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so rough to walk dead to me recently. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> that was a thing that happened. Is it still happening? I don't know, girl. Uh, it's either over or it's about to be over. Yeah, because I know, like, they had Fear the Walking Dead, it, like, which was, like, a spinoff, but kind of sort of the same thing. So, mm-hmm. it was just, like... It was, like, a spinoff, but they kind of merged, and I think it was. Yeah. Like, so, it was, like, okay. Um, but, yeah, that that was the thing that I... Girl, that was, that was, it was also when I was heavily in, like, Tumblr territory, like, before the, 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 the departure. And so, it was just, like me dodging spoilers, me, like, deleting, like, you know, like, blacklisting every word that I can and still not being enough. <laughs> um, and so, like, after, like, the 17th spoiler, I was like, you know what, I'm done. Also, I started, like, reading the comic, and then, like, it had ventured off into places unknown. And I was like, I like what's going over here better. <laughs> and then I let that go, too. Um, but also, like, recently in one of my, like, anime groups, somebody talk- was talking about Lori, not Lori. Um, uh, the bl- no, the blonde-haired one that went to the group that uh fucked everybody over. Oh, uh, that got with the governor in the show. She got with the governor, the blonde-haired one that was friends oh. with Michelle. Yeah, I, you know who I'm talking about. But not, anyway, not Diane. No, not Diane. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, they were talking about her, and they were like, "This bitch," because like also. That was when I kind of got back into it, but it was literally only like a season. Um. And I was like, what a season to come back on. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, because, like I said, I had been reading the comics. And in the comics, completely different person. Twas a badass. Like, she did a lot of the stuff that Carol in the show did in the comics. Uh-huh. And so, like, to see from that to that, I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to leave again. And so I did. But, yeah, they were talking about that. I, was, I, I had to defend like the comic book version, because I was like, she did not do all that. She did. She wasn't. Nope. She was better. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, huh, girl, The Walking Dead. It was like a. It was like a great thing, and then it became a meme, and then it, like he just wouldn't die, like his namesake, and then like you know it kind of did, but kind of didn't, and then it's just like, they said it was gonna be over, and I was like, so when is it over though? Like, because <laughs> like for me, I was like. <laughs> When, you know, the Carl thing happened, I was like, so the show's over. No. Because, you know, Carl no. is Rick's motivation. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. He got another one. <laughs> and then, you know, Rick disappeared. Mm-hmm. And Michelle was like, I should go find you, my love. And I was like. Also, that thing that I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and I was just like, so Rick and Michelle? Uh-huh. First Carl, then Rick, yeah, like everybody. Yep. Uh huh. Gone. <laughs> so uh, that that yeah. that is where I, my journey. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no. I heard about that because I was long gone by that point. Like, <laughs> I was like, Michonne, that's my girl. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just. It's the Daryl show now. <laughs> Daryl and Carol. <laughs> Which, honestly, like, if they were making spinoffs, that should have been the spinoffs that they made. Uh Because if they were going to merge it back anyway, would have been great. Like, I would have been okay with that. Like, I would have actually, 
watch that, you know, like, just separately as itself because, like, you know, whatever role they were taking, if they had did, like, a little spinoff of just them being the greatness that they were, you know, like, together, I would have watched that. But, you know, you know, it's just what like, do we know? It's like, like, <laughs> this whole, like, thing of us, like, Carol's someone in, it's like, we gonna live our normal life. And then some people come and she's like, ooh, don't fuck with me. And they're like, oh, this old meek lady. And she said, ooh, don't fuck with She says it again. And then, of course they do. <laughs> like, yeah. of course they do. And then, you know. Probably character development, though. Yeah. Like, Carol, season one, had that shitty husband. Mm-hmm. You know, she was just like, I'm a single mom, just mama did that. Yeah, she was like, I, I didn't ask for this. And everybody was like, nobody did. She was like, I'm trying. You know? She's like, I, I'm trying to do it. And then, you know, like, the whole thing with Sophia... Uh, yeah so it's just like cause like kinda like how you thought like the whole thing Rick was gonna go that was Carol's motivation with Sophia cause she was like all throughout like shitty husband deal Sophia was always there she knew what was right she was like I'm here for you mother and she was like I got you and so mm. but yeah Sophia went and Carol entered the void yeah like she it was it was a lot and then she came out of it stronger than no like she came out of it shaking everybody <laughs> come out the prison bodies burning who did it I don't know <laughs> Carol it was you listen I had to do what needed to be done right like cause everybody was shocked cause you know it's like save Carol in like the end of the season it's like I can't do that to those people the, the next is you're like girl they needed to go <laughs> <laughs> It's like they needed, they needed to go, and like I, I, that's how they went, and then it just kept me. She kept evolving to where she was the fucking unibrow. Like, <laughs> like y'all not doing enough for me, right? Because she's like y'all not extreme. Like I don't think y'all see what's going on out here. Like you gonna get got? <laughs> I'm not getting got out here. Yeah, I love this tangent. But um, so in other news, um, as you saw yesterday. I I was almost finished with my gallery wall. I actually finished it this morning. Woo. So yeah, it, it's great. I I like the I like the asymmetric like view of my living room now. Cause you know like in the past it's always been like something on this side, something something big on both sides, and then like maybe a little extra. Now it's just like everything is on like this the long wall, and so I have plans for the shorter wall, um, but that'll come later. I kind I kind of like it being spacious now. I, I like the way it looks. I might like hang a hang a tapestry or something. You know, like a out fabric. It's mm-hmm. it's like I want fabric over here now. I don't like colorful. Yeah, like I want fabric. I don't want like paintings anymore. Like on that side of it. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah. And um, I think as I, I told you yesterday, it's off podcast talk. Um, I was I'm thinking of entering a um, competition. That's like eight hours away. <laughs> and so, like I said, I just want to enter in the shit just because it's fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I get in there, good. People can see my shit. Yeah. But, um, so, uh, also, I'm trying to figure out, like, how far do I need to go into this before, you know, I actually enter shit? Because, um, Wait, what do you mean? Because I'm going to have to ship it. Ship the If mm. I get in, I have to ship my stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, will they ship it back? <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, you should you should hire some of that like like because like that's another thing of me just like entering it because it's like in eight hour drive and that's like an eight hour drive to drive it to drop the stuff off mm-hmm. and that's another drive to go to the reception. Yep. Then that's another drive. Go get it if they don't ship it back. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, like those are all questions you should like have like in like a lengthy not a lengthy email, just like like a little business email like hey you know like just like some general questions or like peruse i don't know if it's like a site or anything peruse that and see if it like like a details it. Site, i didn't say anything about it you yeah i think on the form either i would eat i would email them about it um because that's important um because <laughs> like the one i'm have like your picture in now they're like if you you know mail it and you just have like a return posters thing yeah, and okay. Send it back. okay, yeah. But yeah, I was just like asking, because it might just be as simple as that. They may just didn't think to put it on there, because like they might have been just, because like, you know, like when people have things like that, it's like they want everybody to enter, but they kind of like cater more to the people that are local, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like that may have just been the thing. And so if you just ask them, they're like, oh yeah, sure. You know, never know. No, just shoot them an email. So, um, <laughs> let's get into this YouTube shout out. Uh, <laughs> So this week's YouTube shout out is a channel I literally found two days ago. Um, good old YouTube recommended now. Uh, like, but also, what a recommended because like the name of the channel I actually have to look it up because like I, like I said it was two days ago. Um, the name of the channel is the Outdoor Gear Review, and if you know anything about me, that's not my speed. Like, that's not my speed. So basically, it's this ex-Navy dude named Luke, and he reviews, like, outdoor camping equipment and, like, tents and stuff. And I don't know how I got there, but I'm there. I'm like, <laughs> and, like, because one of his, like, he has, like, little series. One of his series is, like, one of the first videos I saw. It's called Before You Buy. And so basically, it's just, like, if you look up the name of a tent on YouTube and then, like, his one of his videos will come up. It's like, hey, you should know this about the tent, like, before you buy it, you know. And so I was just like, huh, I'm intrigued. And now, like, 20-some-odd videos later, I know new terms about tent. I know what a fly is. I know, like, how to attach, like, a tent stake. I don't know when I'm going to use this information. Girl, you might be going hiking soon. <laughs> like, um, like, I just, because, like, also I know, like, when companies tell you, like, that they're giving you an extra light tent that is subjective to companies. Um, because, like, he was, like, it's an ultra light tent that's supposed to be, like, standard, like, under three pounds. Mm-hmm. And some people are saying that their tents are ultra light and they're, like, seven pounds. And, like, it's, it's kind of like if you're backpack hiking to where like you're walking the whole time or like you're just going somewhere in a car if you're going somewhere in a car a 10 pound tent don't really matter you know because you're in a car if you're hiking for hours 10 pound tent kind of heavy you know like over time you're like holly and also it takes up space Mm -hmm. because like they're not the smallest things anyway because like you have to essentially live in them you know like for those days that you're out there and so he was like yeah um watch out for companies that say like we have ultralight uh, tents and then like you get them and they're like seven pounds and like you got to carry that you know and stuff like that and then he talks about like how like you know like general tent construction like what's going to be depending on where you're going what time of year it is and like 
how advanced your level of hiking is like you should get this type of tent like oh i'm suggesting that you get this type of tent because that's what he said like listen he was like you ain't got about nothing that i review like he was like i don't get any kind of stakes and i just do this um because he was like the majority of the tents that i get it's from his people on his patreon but they kind of do like tent swaps because like obviously he don't need he's done like hundreds of tents he doesn't need all of them and so like they swap tents and then like he reviews them and then gives them out to people that he thinks like needs them you know like this for their needs and stuff like that and he was just like yeah because like if you get a hundred dollar tent it's supposed to at least last you like five years minimum you know and so he, he was talking about like this one person they were talking to him and they were like yeah i get like a new tent every year he's like you shouldn't have to do that like he was like you shouldn't have to do that like um, and then, like, he reviewed, he reviewed, like, the top-selling tent on Amazon and, like, the cheapest tent on Amazon. He was, like, <laughs> the cheap tent, because he also does, like, these, like, rain, basically, like, rain tests where he sets up the tent and then, because when he knows it's going to be raining, and just let the rain go on the tent, like, to see if it leaks or, like, has holes in it or anything like that. And he was, like, this tent is dangerous. He was, like, I came out here and it wasn't leaking. And then if it doesn't leak, he does, like, basically, like, a test run where he sleeps in the overnight um, he was like, I came out here, it wasn't leaking. I got in the tent and started leaking. Um, so like, he was like, I'm glad it wasn't cold. Uh, because like, baby, I got a wet, uh, you know? And so it's just like stuff like that. He was like, it's like a, a danger. And like, he also emails companies. Like if it's like something and he's like, this is like a quality control issue. It's not like a cheapness or anything like that. It's like a quality control issue. He'll email the company. Cause like one of them, their stakes, which is the things you put in the ground, like the supports, it was too long and to pull it around like the little loops that it goes around. He was like, I actually hurt my finger trying to do it. He was like, and I'm ex-military. I'm not expecting like everyday people to just be doing that. You know, and he was like, you, you buy a tent, you got to either return it or you got a tent you can't even use. And so like he emailed the company and he was like, they never emailed me back. This tent is trash. I'm like, <laughs> cause somebody did email him back and they ended up doing a recall. Like, cause he, he found a little, it was a little review. Um, it's a little problem because he was like, it's not, it's waterproof. There's no leakage except for when you open because, like, tents have vents. I learned that, too, because, you know, breathe, breathability. And so he was like, when you open the vent, everything's fine. But if it gets, like, to a certain amount of rain, it'll pull and then it'll start dripping. And so he just told him, he was like, hey, you know, that's the thing happening. And so they did a recall. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> like I said, I don't know how I got here, but I am learning skills. Um, also, Lumberjack over here. <laughs> What? But like, can you hear you got the flannel? Golly. But he just like, I think it's just the way he chops down his videos because all his videos, except for his vlogs, are usually just like six to ten minutes. And but then that time you learn a lot. You just like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what's going on. Hope you like the video. You know, like if you buy it or not, that's up to you. But like, yeah, he does vlogs and stuff. He also like saved a couple that like their car ran off the road when it was snowing. He was like, I was just trying to hike out here. And I just drove my truck by. He's like, he said, it's like, I saw the car and I did go check to see if anybody was in the car, you know, make sure it was like immediate, it was an immediate emergency. And he's like, I didn't see bad in the car. I set up my tent and, you know, got everything together for to go to sleep. And then he's like, I had to pee. And I went out to go pee. I had my headlamp on. And then I heard two people calling for me. And he was like, I was scared. I'm like, because <laughs> he was like, it was the middle of nowhere. You know, he's like, yeah, I can defend myself, but I don't want to. Like, you know, like, and so, like, it turns out those were the people, like, in that car. And they had been, like, walking around for hours trying to find, because it's the middle of nowhere. So they've been walking around for hours trying to find somebody to help them. And thankfully, he was there with a truck. 
And so he helped them, towed the truck, I mean, towed the car out of the thing, kind of, like, guided them, like, back onto the main road. And after that, it, like, cut to him, like, in the truck. He was like, yeah, I'm at home. He's like, I'm going to wake my wife up. I'm going to sleep in this bed. Like, I'm not the whole trip. No, ma'am. Like, <laughs> he said, I was tired. I did a lot. I've been helping people for the past four hours, helping the couple for the past four hours. He was just like, I'm going to go sleep in my own bed. <laughs> I came to relax. Right. I've worked a lot harder than I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I'm just going to go home. He's like, I'm going to wake up Susan. He was the wife. He was like, I'm going to wake up Susan, tell her what happened, and then go to bed. But yeah, yeah. Outdoor gear review. Like, don't know how I got there, but cool stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, that for the K-pop corner. Oh, gosh. I just... <laughs> I just realized I might, like, have, like, a K-pop sticky note this time, like... Oh, girl, I got, I got things. Okay, okay. good. <laughs> things, I imagine. Um, things. Um, you want me... I'll go first, since I only have, like, one okay. thing. Yeah, so... Tiger JK from MSTB, uh, which is a group I heard about a long time ago, but Tiger JK, who's, like, a rapper, he did a song for a drama, and basically... After that, like, he did, you know, like, a little press for the song and stuff. And he was just explaining that the song was basically, like, you know, just, like, an awareness thing for, like, the rampant Asian hate that, you know, is still going around and stuff. And he was just talking about, like, from the flack that he gets from, like, the type of music that he makes to um, people, like, international. He wouldn't say, like, what news company, but, like, BTS was like shown on there and they were just basically like laughing at him like for no real reason you know he's like other than you know and so he's like yeah just like making that made, I just made this song for like people to hear that just be like that's not okay you know like it's, it's not okay like yeah like it's not, I mean he's like we're used to it, but like at the same time this needs to stop you know like so yeah it was just, just like a little thing also I hadn't heard anything from Tiger JK in years. And so, like, to hear him come, one, come back. So I think, like, this, like, probably had, like, three kids now. To come back. And then come back with a good call. So I was like, come on, Tiger JK, come on. And so, because, like I said, I had not heard none from that man. Because uh, after that group with him, his wife, and his friend, like, I assume they broke up. Or they, they might just not be making music. Because I think I had talked about them on here years ago. Um, and I was like, well, you know, see them in another five years. It's not them, it's just him. <laughs> they hey, might, they might be back. Yeah, I was like, they, also, they may be back. Maybe, maybe next year, we'll see. Because, you know, the whole panorama, you know, they have to take care of their kids. So and like, We want to make the people happy. Yeah, so maybe next next year we'll see an MTF. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> All right, so I have <laughs> a plethora of things. Mm-hmm. Um raging all over the place. Um, <laughs> that's just all over the spectrum of Miss. Like, <laughs> well, so, like. so I'll start with Ms. CL21. Um, put out the teasers for her uh, solo album, Alpha. So we she's like been teasing it for a while. It's been put off, and now she said, bitches is coming. Mm-hmm. And we're ready. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Uh, like... <laughs> It's like, but of course. In keeping with the 21 girls, Miss mm-hmm. um, Menzi was on Idol Lee, which is hosted by Miss One Cinder Park. Um, and also Luna of FX was also um, 
I guess on the show. Come on, come on, second generation. Like, come on. <laughs> and so, like, they were a little talking about it. She was like, I was a huge 21 fan. So, like, being here right now is just like. Oh, yeah, like, this a lot. Like, I love it. <laughs> and so then, um, Dara and Lindsay sung Lonely and I Don't Care. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And Baby Luna was in heaven. It was like, yes, yes. It's like one of those things, like you say, like, you being a big fan, like, you're literally here. This this is a live stage. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> it's a live stage, and, like, you are, like, one of, like, 12 people there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, it's... For, you know, your favorite group that has this band. Right. And, like, it's... To see them, like, performing, like, like these, like, great songs, and you're just like, I'm here. I'm right here. Literally right there. Uh-huh. Like... <laughs> I understand, Luna. I understand. Because, like, when you sent me that clip and I found the rest of the tear, oh, like, you already knew. Like, <laughs> and I was like, also, um, uh, main vocalist, Menzi, though. Work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Work. Yeah, like, every time I think it's like the second generation, hey, because baby, they didn't even let her. Like, <clears throat> they were sitting on a gold mine and just ignore. I mean, but. The way. What's, what's, You're right. Yeah, I was like, the way. <laughs> um, let's continue with our second girl, generation girl group, <laughs> with uh, Miss Hoy, who came out with second this week. Um, and, you know, like with every song now, like there's like a TikTok dance for it. Mm-hmm. And so Miss Hoy, uh, hers is like, she's dancing, but like other people are in it and that paying attention at all <laughs> the game bit that was great <laughs> and so like the first one she put out was with Lisa Min great who was like the head of SM Entertainment and oh. so like she's she's getting into her song and like he's <laughs> on the phone taped on his computer just business doing business like, <laughs> like I was like, is that the Lisa Min also I love how I think this was last year like when he was talking to Bo and it was like things and like we were just seeing more of him it's like so it's just this new era what's going on <laughs> he's like this is a resurgence because you know he used to be like a host yeah she's so like it's like I, I think i'm ready to come back like <laughs> i'm about to give these rich very rich uncle fives <laughs> it was like because you know like before like especially actually when we first like started this podcast it was just like you had like the faces of company where you had like JYP and had YG like you knew what they looked like but then it's like it's him like but now like, he was like I'm ready to come back I'm ready for people to see my face I'm, I'm gonna be like good old Uncle Lee like like <laughs> good luck to his comeback <laughs> I mean tis epic yeah, like, <laughs> like he'd been in the news like a good bit because you know, um, especially like when he started helping out Luna, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, "Lisa Min don't do that." Right. <laughs> also, Lisa Min don't show his face. That's that's the thing. Like that's been the thing. Well, like, man, he's still on brand with that because Luna was like, "We don't know that man. Um, <laughs> we never met that man." I mean, honestly, probably haven't. Like, literally, never. Like, <laughs> <But> thank you, <laughs> thank you, anonymous benefactor. Like. like <laughs> Yeah, that that was great. Like he's like I'm breaking down this monolith of uh, SM, like every six months. <laughs> also, I want to see footage of um, Boa cussing him out drunk. I mean, honestly though, that if he really wanted to be in the public eye like that, he need to release it. 
Like, that, that's what I want. I want Avengers of Lisa Minimoa. Honestly, like, after the panorama, I want them to, like, literally have blogs. Like, like them, like, going places. Like, it ain't got to be, like, everyday blog. We know y'all busy. Y'all, y'all, y'all got confidence. We get it. But, like, like, every three months, we'll just see them traveling to a place. Just, like, literally vlog style or, like, well, vlog style. Of course, somebody else is going to be shooting that. But I'm, like, just going places, maybe getting the coffee, maybe getting some drinks, maybe boy get drunk again. Never know. Like... <laughs> That would have that like that would have to be just like a show show, <laughs> like you you can't just like be like here's like an episode for our YouTube channel and it's gonna be like a five nothing this cute no no no, <laughs> but that's all we're gonna get though. Uh, like if we ever get that, we're not getting like a whole thirty minutes. We're not we're <laughs> not getting that. Like I, this is like on the the top tier of hopeful. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'm continuing with her. Second generation girl groups. Um, Miss Yui, um, formerly of after school, um, was doing a talk show. And so um, they were doing like the introductions. Oh gosh, I can't remember who else was on it. But, um, and so they got to Yui and Yui was like, from a girl group, I'm Yui. <laughs> Baby, I love how keep slinging that phrase, a girl group. Let's keep it up. It's my, it's my new favorite phrase. <laughs> From a girl group. It's like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, people talking about it. They're just like, because, like, on the show, they actually perform, I think, Bang. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of been a trending song lately with the concert earlier in the year. And so she did it. And they were like, she was like, I'll do the dance, but um, I ain't singing. I ain't singing eight years. <laughs> Won't start today. Oh, uh, like. <laughs> and so like, people were just like. She just wants people to focus on the acting because she is an actress now. Yeah. So it's like, makes sense. Yeah. But like, from a girl group. <laughs> she said, I moved on. <laughs> She's like, I have moved on. You you know me from acting now, okay? But what? You know me from acting. Like, <laughs> oh, gotta go back. Gotta go back. Okay. We gotta talk about this one. Oh, God. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, from who else? Because we got on the um, Who was um, second, you know, dancing. She also had appearances from Aespa. Um, NCT, um, Red Velvet, and um, Girls' Generation. Uh, Another girl group. Oh, <laughs> it was funny because I was like, I was looking, I was like, wait, is that Sue Young? And I was like, Tiffany? Yeah. Yuri. And then all of a sudden, Tiffany and Sue Young just started scrapping. <laughs> Yuri just stepped in the middle, and Sue Young was like, I'll take your little bud too. It was great. Uh, it was uh, great. Uh, also, skinny legend, mood queen, like that bitch be getting. Like, I'll be honest. I'll be the first to say I didn't appreciate her. Like when I was like, but now, baby, whole ass mood. <laughs> like was the mood. Did I send you that video of like when they were doing like this? Black she had the and, yes. And she just had like color the jacket. She's like. Mm. Like, everybody else, like, they weren't, like, getting it, getting it, but, like, they were performing, and, but, baby, she had on her, her, I think it was, like, a jacket or, like, a blanket or something. She it said, was, like, a hoodie. Yeah, hoodie. she and said. She had a hoodie and a blanket. <laughs> she said, I'm cold, and I'm here, and that's all y'all go get. Cause she I don't want to be here. She was just stepping around, like, she was giving us the uh, lackadaisical two-step, like, like. <laughs> Like it was a high energy in the first place, but dang, like <laughs> the lowest. 
Oh man. Well, yeah, I was like, I, 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 I glad, I'm glad that I could have grown to appreciate her mood. Like, I guess it was for me now. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's see, where are we going? Uh, let's get into some wild news. Um, so there was this group called Yours, um, and so apparently one of their members, Dundee, was kicked out of the group. Okay. And so, um, she took to the ground. To uh, explain the situation. Okay. And apparently she was kicked out because she changed her eyeliner. My, f- my head started hurting. What? <laughs> That's what she said. She said, they said she changed her eyeliner and so they told her to leave. What is this, 1990? Like, like what? What? No information. No further information was given. Of course. Uh, like... <laughs> Girl, this this early days of K-pop ex- explanations. They said, "That's what it is." But what? That's what it is, and that's all we're giving you. But so, my God! So I'm like, either there were some issues before, and the eyeliner was just like lay a straw, or <laughs> they're just wild. <laughs> either, like I said, either that, or they're going by like, like I said, '90s, early 2000s K-pop rules where you couldn't do nothing, like. <laughs> Because, like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? I guess. And some more kind of, like, what news. Um, so, we talked, I think it's, I talked last week about, you know, the girl dissing the member of CLC. Oh, yeah. You know, we go up. But, but you, you don't. don't. <laughs> Live television. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo. Um, so, uh, this episode, we got to see Miss Eugene from CLC. Um, perform, but you know before that they get like the little interview, mm-hmm. and so in her interview she said, "Our company told us that we were dismissed from group activities," which means CLC is no more, <laughs> <laughs> and that is how everybody found out. Yikes! Like that's the biggest yikes. Wow. Wow. It's a flip statements. Oh, <laughs> tell them on TV. Right. It's like we've been doing everything else live on national TV. Just, just let them know. Wow. And so you know that led everybody to be like, "Fuck Cube again." Because <laughs> you know, always Cube energy. Yeah. <laughs> and so you know that brought, up, wrong, that brought like. back the whole Huna talk. Uh-huh. Like, that's why Huna left. Trash. I mean, I hadn't, I hadn't seen any lies yet. Like, cause, um, wow. Just, just let it, tell them, tell them. Wow. Big, that's the biggest yikes of the day. Like. <laughs> There's more. Um, more news out of Cupid Entertainment. Oh, um, God. They announced, I think it was yesterday, that um, Sujin of uh, G-Idol is no longer in the group. I saw that one. I just. And so, like, earlier in the year, when the whole bullying scandal came out, mm-hmm. um, so she was, like, one of the first ones that were named in, like, bullying scandals. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they immediately put her on hiatus and, you know, were like, we're going to figure out what happened. Yeah. And I think um, the claims against her were um, proven false. Mm-hmm. But we still had seen her. And so then, you know, the NASA came today, and they were all just like, what? <laughs> And it was like, I thought this, this stuff wasn't true, you know? 
Because I think that she was like, don't even do it. She was like, yeah, I smoked. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That was just one of the, we're like, we were getting rid of her anyway. This is the perfect time. Even though, it, like you said, even though like the, the stuff came out not to be true, they were like, well, it's too late. The words in the cards. <laughs> so what I saw today was that apparently she's been out of the group since February. See? See that? I was like, <sighs> I love how they, because you know how we had like our segment of like wacky like PR statements. They said, we don't do that. We're just going to, well, they don't do it like on time. They were like, we're just going to, whenever it's convenient, just blurt this shit out. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah. So I'm curious. And so like now they're like petitions and stuff. Like put it back in a group. Um, Mm -mm. Mm -mm. There's also, you know, people are like. You know, comparing it to, like, other people that actually had, like, the Actual, stuff. yeah. And, like, one of them was, like, one of the guys from Stray Kids, and they are like, he did all this stuff, and, like, JYP didn't kick him out. He needs to go. Um, yeah, because it's, like, also, it's, like, one of those things, it's, like, you know, like, the stupid masses, and, like, because they, it was said that it wasn't true, but, like, because, like, the label was, like, you know, we're not even gonna uh, announce anything, like, it's still people that don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, they're saying it's like, so that's like tarnishing her name when they found out it actually wasn't true. Then the fact that you already got rid of her, they was just like, you know, you know, like, like, like tell us you don't care without telling us you don't care. You know, like, yeah. And I think they just say beauty in a group too. So I'm just like, of course, they're probably moving on. Cause like what CLC is like, CLC was their girl group, and then they debuted Gianna, and I was like, Gianna. Yeah. Um, CLC. Um, so, I wouldn't be surprised if that will start happening with Idol again, Gianna again. I mean, it, it's a track record. I was just going to say, like, it, this is nothing new, and, like, if they can drop people out for, like, months and not tell, you know, like, it's probably going to happen again. Because, like, <laughs> essentially, like, <laughs> could do with um, Gianna or Idol, however you want to. They got both. Um, people call them both. Okay. Um, <laughs> I forget that they. I forget like you don't say the G in the name, which is idle. But oh, okay. So that's what the parentheses were. I don't know. I'm not in it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it says for girl idol. Sure. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I could see them doing with uh, idol what they did with um, for a minute because like Suyan Suyan is like the star of the group essentially mm-hmm. and like she just had her like solo debut so like i could see them you know start to push her as a solo we'll see acting kind of like like everybody else can kind of do their own thing we'll see because like, <laughs> like like i said they have a new girl group coming so it's just like everybody's gonna be on the background but them anyway so yeah <laughs> it's a cute thing yeah it's like sadly a girl group thing because <laughs> the disrespect yeah <laughs> speaking of a queen huna um so uh Cy posted on you know the p nation instagram and on his own personal instagram uh who's next mm-hmm. graphic and this one was like him with sunglasses on and it had like the two little outlines of a mystery person and so we haven't, he hasn't like revealed officially who's next. Okay. But Miss Huna has taken to her Instagram, <laughs> and she posted some spoilers. Of course. 
Um, <laughs> like she does the love of work. She said, I, I'm grown, I can do what the fuck I want. Um, and so she posted um, spoilers of her music video with her and Dawn, who will now be a unit, debuting together. Huh. And when I tell you it's weird as shit, I love it. Of course it is. I love it. I'm, let's see, can I pull it up? Of course, of course it's weird as shit. It's, you know. Like, like, <laughs> oh, where's, where's my mouse? Okay, there's oh, my mouse. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mel said, I'm on vacation. Oh, uh, like. <laughs> also, I love, this is the thing that I love, like, I'm sad that it had to come from the second generation did oh 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 I can't wait. It, it, it looks weird. It's Hina. Also, and on. also blue hair Hina is like a mood for me. So I can't wait. I cannot wait. Because <laughs> I know it's going to be good. <laughs> and weird. Which I mean. <laughs> Alright. So no one knows this week. So we will skate on over to the one. Alright. Um, ooh baby where do I want to start cause there's a lot (laughs) there's a lot there's a lot Um, not a lot of things but just like a lot of information yeah I'll I'll start on a low note um my favorite YouTube couple um Kim Chol Su and um, Junko have broken up oh no (laughs) (laughs) two waterworks oh my so he posted um Kim Chol Su who's um, was like it was like his main channel anyway, mm. but like it kind of converted to a couple's channel when they got together. Yeah, and so Which like is you a know, risky move. <laughs> very. Um, so um, he made like a little video, just like it was like titled Q and A, and so he was just like, "Yes, we broke up," and just kind of like talked about like you know how things are gonna work out, and just like you know, because like you know it's a breakup, so everybody's like, "So you're not gonna mention him ever again?" It's like. I mean, that'd be weird, you know. We were a thing for a while. Yeah. Um, we ended on good terms. Yeah, it's not uh, like I hate him. It's like, eh. Just a sign of this town. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, so sad, because uh, like a week ago, they posted like this like cute little video of them in the snow. And I was like, and they made like a little snowman. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Goes back to watch that feels. <laughs> so, yeah. But like it. Because, you know, he started his Instagram, his um, YouTube channel because, um, you know, he was like, I am gay, but I don't know, like, a lot of gay people. And so, you know, he he would just kind of, you know, make little videos and talk, kind of talk to himself. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, people started, you know, he built, like, a little community around him. And so, like, he had, like, a meetup, which is actually where he met Jacko, was like, his first meetup. Huh. And so then they started hanging out. I mean. <laughs> and so he was, like, in vlogs. And then, you know. Thing. You know? They made the video they're like, we're not in a relationship. Then they made the video was like, we lied. <laughs> so, JK. Oh. <laughs> oh, it was great. And so then, you know, we got to kind of see them, you know, start dating. Then they moved in together. Then they moved to, like, a big apartment together. And 
it was nice. Kind of so, like the full gambit, you know, like, and it ran its course. But like you said, like, it were, it were good terms. It was just like a little, great love story, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Just, <laughs> <sighs> you know, boys. They were boys. Okay. They were supposed to be in the game. They were supposed to be in the game, you know? We were supposed to, like, you know, see... South Korea, be like, okay, the marriage, you can do it, and then mm-hmm. they get married, and they're like, yeah, but, you know. Things, you know, life, 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 life comes at you. Yeah. <laughs> but, like I said, thankfully, it's like, it's amicable. They're okay, you know. So. I think Jenko started his own YouTube channel, so I'll have to subscribe to it. Yeah. But I think he may just, because, like, they do a lot of um, live streams, mm. so I think it might just be a live stream. Oh, okay. Which, you know, aren't up, so. And I don't know, Korean. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I love how, like, I find, like, random things from uh, World of Wonder, like, years late. So, this time, at Obscure Things from World of Wonder, we got, uh, Working Out is a Drag. And so, basically, it's this guy, um, and he has, like, his gym in L.A., and he gets, like, different notable Rue girls from the series to come work out with him. And so, like, and they were also, he was like, yeah, you can do it at home, too. And then his first guest was Cameron Michaels. I was like, I can't do this at home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ma'am, ma'am, like, I know her. I've seen what she looked like. I've seen what she do. I can't do that. Um, like, so I was like, I'm just going to watch the first episode. She got cartwheels for you. <laughs> like, she got cartwheels. The, the, the ab definition I'll never see like it's just like ma'am that's a lot but yeah and so basically what happens is like each episode because I think there were only seven episodes like I said these like obscure world of wonder shows um like it was seven episodes that had like different guests and each guest would like do like a kind of like them specific workout because like you had Cameron Michaels who was just doing like you know like well she uh, broke out like basic workouts with like advanced level basic workouts because it's like girl the, the, what kind of push-ups are you doing um like, <laughs> i can never uh, <laughs> and so then they had um raja doing yoga which i was like more my speed um <laughs> then they had kylie Sonique love doing um whatever kind of ab workouts i was like also okay we're back on the Nova train okay cool um because kylie was out here getting up with one hand doing like, i said ma'am because also I think she said it earlier, but, like, in the episode, like, we found out that, like, well, I found out that she had been in gymnastics, like, her whole, like, childhood life. So, like, this was nothing to her. Um, I got ab workouts. <laughs> right. Like, she's getting up with one hand. Like, even the gym dude, because, like, the, the dude that owns the gym does the workouts with them. Because uh, it starts out as him giving them workouts, and then it's just, like, them excelling in it, obviously. And so, like, at one point, he's like, oh, girl. <laughs> it's like, you're doing a lot. She's like, what? Like. She up there with her Adidas tracksuit on and her bustier, and I'm like, ma'am. Because this was, I saw this, like, after, like, in All-Star 6 when she did her uh, lip sync with the tiniest half shirt in existence. And, baby, they were like, I want my next relationship to be as sturdy as Kylie's top. (laughs) Because, baby, when I say it cut off right at nipple and we did not see nipple, it's a family show. (laughs) It was great. But yeah, she was doing that. Then we had, I was like, okay, so we do a note and then we do an okay and then we do a note. I was like, the next one's okay. And I was right because it was Monique Hart. Um, 
And she said, man, what? The dude started doing it. I think he started doing like uh, bicycle crutches. And she said, we're not done. We're we, we not done. Okay. And then the medicine ball came out. She said, woo. <laughs> but she did it. And then like also at the end of the workout, they take what they've learned and they do it in heels. <laughs> uh, protest from Monique. <laughs> so like they do it in heels. And then like after that, they basically give like you, you know, like little background stories of like the drag queens and like how she came to be like, okay, in this specific level, I mean, like, this specific area of, like, working out. And then they end on, like, a good note. You're like, yeah, you know, believe in yourself. And I was like, I do. I shouldn't, like, go do with that, though. I believe in myself wholeheartedly, and I'm going to watch that yoga episode again. <laughs> but, yeah, it's cute. And, like I said, it was, like, a little seven episode. Like, they're maybe ten minutes each. So, like, you know, like a little bingey bender. Let's just watch. <laughs> Right, so this week, Miss Lizzo came back with a rumors featuring Cardi B, <laughs> and it was giving very much Hercules yes, or Heracles. The, the muses. <laughs> I was like, yes. Also, like, look, one, look central, obviously, mm-hmm. it's Lizzo, but two, it's just like, come on, Lizzo. Like, come on, get off our necks. Like, <laughs> like, it was such a fun song. Yeah. And like, that's how some people had on. I was like, y'all don't have fun. Y'all don't... That's the thing. It's like, it's, it's like, off like, Dizzy Hercules. Like, come on now. Like, it's, it's, also, it's Lizzo. She make fun fucking music. Like, also, also dicks. <laughs> well, I mean, fun fucking music. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, she can sing her heart out. She can talk about dicks and it's fine. It, it's okay. And also, she had cardio. So it's okay. Like, you're going to get that. Like, a very pregnant Cardi. Yes. Sitting on a dick throne. Yes. I was like, yeah. Yep. Because, you know, Cardi already, already showed, like, from her first uh, pregnancy with culture, she was like, I'm still going to be doing my Cardi things when she was talking to people. Like, why are you doing that? She's like, why the fuck not? I'm like, <laughs> so th- this is nothing new, but also it's great. <laughs> and so, like, after that, uh, I. For YouTube recommended um, the pre-release stream that um, Lizzo did with Cardi B. Oh gosh! <laughs> and um, <laughs> they tried to do ASMR, and so it's like Cardi doing this with her nails, but not making any noise. <laughs> I was like, Cardi, what are you doing? <laughs> and like they were doing like uh, rumor has it, and so Cardi was like, "Rumor has it, you squirt." <laughs> I was like, "What?" Also, there is speaking speaking of that because like I, I'm mad that was a memory. Like <laughs> on the release posters before there was like the day before rumors came out, you know, they start posting pictures and everything. And Lizzo posted a picture and she was like, right before they clicked the camera, Cardi asked me, could she eat my pussy? <laughs> and then in the in the comments, Cardi was like, I wonder did they pick that up? <laughs> Oh Lord! <laughs> like Cardi is, yes. Wow! Like <laughs> I love how she like did it. She was like, I wanted to pick it up. Hmm. Like it's like, like Cardi was like, I be knowing people, and I heard. <laughs> and then Lizzo was like, I heard a rumor that you farted when you was performing with me at the Grammys. Oh! And Cardi was like, Did y'all see how hard this woman? <laughs> 
<laughs> Good times. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love how she did that. She's like, did y'all see how, like, girl, you would have did it too. Like, like. <laughs> oh, man. Also, I'm, I'm, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I just love this, like, continuation. I think we've talked about it a bunch, like, on there. It's, like, the continuation of just, like, music, female musical artists just, like, collaborating for fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, like, we cool. Let's make a song together. Yeah, you like, know? I was, like, um, <laughs> there can only be one mentality. It's kind yeah. of, like, gone, gone. From, like, female artistry in general. Yes, and it's refreshing, and it's fucking great. Like, <laughs> Was it? Because uh, like I saw a lot of Cardi P and Lizzo stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I know. Um, I saw one where Cardi was talking about you know people like you know having like um, Normani and Lizzo and people like wanting to collaborate with it because you know she was like you know it's just fun. It's like yeah, everybody's just cool and it's just like a good time. Yes, like and that's that's how it should be. You know, it's like it's like. Also, our, um, like, you know. Oh, Well, yeah. No, it's, I was going to say, our um, just lovely collaborative queen, Meg. Like, she's <laughs> like, listen, I'm going to make songs for everybody. Everybody's getting a song. Let's go. Because um, like, <laughs> then Lizzo was, Lizzo was talking about the same thing. which was just like, she was like, I wanted to be so many female artists that we can do our own festival yes. of just nothing but female artists. Yes. Because, like, we have all these female rappers specifically mm. oh, yeah. she was like you know they're just like so many male rappers who all rap the same and talk about the same shit mm-hmm. who get all these festivals and shit like why not us <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm glad we're at this space in music where it's just like there are multiple female artists in the pop genre specifically yes cause you know if you're black you, you make our music. Um, but yeah, I'm glad we're in this space. We're and like, like, we see that there are more on the horizon. Yeah. Like, and who are like, going into pop. Yeah, you can do, it's like, I'm a black girl that does pop music and I have fun. That's it. Like, that's it. You, you enjoy my music. Like, there's no competition. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> I love making music. I'm going to continue making music. Period. Like, like that's it. Like. <laughs> also, I learned that um, Lizzo's sister um, makes K-pop songs. She's a writer for K-pop music. <laughs> every day I find another reason to love Lizzo. <laughs> every day. So she was talking about, like, there was like this full-length interview. It was like almost 50 minutes long where she was just kind of like talking about, you know, her career and like her life and like you know, where her start point was for her, like, and where she, like, started to realize she was taking off, and yeah, she was talking about, like, um, how one of the lyrics of the song was, like, how she was never cool, but now her and Cardi be cool. And she was like, God, I was, like, walking down the hall, wet hair, reading sci-fi novels in the band. Mm -hmm. Like, I was a band nerd, and she was like, yeah, I couldn't tell me this was, like, ever going to be me. Right, you know, like, this was in the cards? Like... <laughs> yeah, because she was, like, her best friend from high school was actually in the music video. She was, like, I have my best friend from high school, like, like, side me dance. It was, like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and she was just, like, 
and my sister, and my sister, it's so cool, and now she's writing K-pop music, and I was like, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, <laughs> but work, like, <laughs> like, get them coins, honestly, let's go, like, <laughs> yeah, if you haven't checked out rumors, check out rumors, it's great, it's fun, that's it, <laughs> yeah, and she said she wrote the song in like February, and so she was like, I've been wanting to get the song out there, mm-hmm. um, and so it's here. So, um, a, another random video that was like part of me. It was like my wife hired a hitman to kill me, but I survived. Obviously, I'm, I'm making it like and so. It was this dude, and he met this lady. Everything was cool. They um, he was like I he's like I saw her, and he was like I gotta know her name. So it basically was like this dude. I think his uh, name was Marco. And he was just telling his story of, like, how he survived a hit, you know, <laughs> from his wife. Um, and so, like, yeah, he met her. And he was like, I have to know her name. And then, like, they clicked and everything was cool. And he was like, you know, like, we were in that honeymoon stage. But he was like, honestly, like, even now, like, I just thinking back of it and thinking about all this was happening. He was like, I didn't see any, like, warning signs. He was like, except for there was, it was a few months after their wedding. They had a get-together. It was like with her and her parents and him, his, I think his mom, because I think his dad passed. And so he passes by the mom and the mom is like, now her trouble is your responsibility. He's like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like what's going on? And so then after that, you know, years go by, nothing, nothing, nothing weird. And so um, they opened up a gym together because they both worked out. And so, like, they had, like, this dream of, like, opening up this boxing gym. And so they did. And so they opened up the gym. And, like, one day, uh, it was this dude named Mundo. They worked together. And he was like, Pops, I got to talk to you. And he's like, okay, what's, you know, something wrong? Like, because, like, he was like, I work very closely with Mundo. Like, we're, we're tight. And so he was like, I was passing by Lulu, who was the wife. He's like, I was passing by Lulu's office. And I think she's trying to have you killed. Like, and so, like, Marco's like, what? Like, and Luna was like, I'm not joking. Like, you know, I'm not, like, sugarcoating this. Like, I wouldn't do that to you. Like, we're too close for me to just, like, play about something like that. And he was like, I would watch out if I were you. And so, like, he told him that. And he was like, of course, like, it was almost time for the gym to close. So, like, I'm going home to this woman that I just found out was trying to kill me. I'm like... And so, like, he's going about his day, and so, like, he reports it, and then, of course, like, they tell him, like, he needs evidence and all that kind of stuff, and so they do that, and they go, I think he ends up finding the dude, and so, like, he finds the dude, and then, like, the dude goes to the police, and they were like, well, we still need, like, we know, like, y'all have evidence, he's like, do you have phone records or anything like that, he's like, oh, yeah, bet. Um, so the dude, like, you know, did that, and so basically what the police did was, they worked together with the dude, and then so Marco and the dude basically, like, did a hit. And so, like, it was, they told Marco to, like, get down in the ditch. They dug a ditch, like, somewhere off into the thing. They put, like, prosthetics on him like he got shot in the head and took the pictures and stuff so uh, he could give it to Lulu, you know. And so, like, to, to tell him the work was done. And so they did that, and then, like, they uh, set cameras up in the back of the car and so, like, Marco was telling, he, he saw the video of her, and she asked him, and she's like, is it done? He was like, yeah, it's done. Here are the pictures. 
And she started laughing. And he was like, when you think you know somebody, because like even in the interview, because I think this was at least like 20 years ago. And he was, the people were in the comments like, you can still see like the hurt in his eyes to this day. Like he was, he was just like, like he's come to terms with it. Like obviously like now, but he, cause like she's in jail, by the way. Oh, um, he come to terms with it now, but he was just like, when you think you know somebody, because like it was, you know, how sometimes like when they have like hits go out and then they, they feel conflicted or something. No, she was giddy. She was like, are you sure that he's gone? She was like, he was like, yeah, shot him in the head. Like, no, which call him, dug the hole. She said, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> she was just ecstatic. And, like, I think, like, watching that footage back, like, kind of broke him again. Like, because you could see it in his eyes. He was not okay. But he was like, yeah. And so, like, they did, like, B-roll shots of him, like, going out to the place, you know, like, where they staged it at. And then he talked about, like, with that evidence, they had enough evidence. And so, like, they went to the gym. Because, you know, they were still, like, working at the gym. They were still married. And so they went to the gym, and then they arrested her. And she was like, what the hell are y'all talking about? You know, like, she's, I don't know what's going on. And he was like, when they went to court, and, like, you know, like, she was on the stand, she would not look at him. Like, she would not make eye contact with him. She wouldn't act like she'd never seen a man before in her life. So, <laughs> but. Yeah. I, I, I wish that we had, like, the reveal part. And it was, like, the most dramatic thing ever. It was just come to the gym. Surprise, bitch, I'm not dead. <laughs> Not really on that one. <laughs> it's like it went like from regular investigation to reality show, like him walking in, like oh, because also part of the investigation was like since he was supposed to be dead, he had to disappear for a few days, and so like she hadn't seen him, so he was like, oh, he did. Uh, so they were like, hey, you see Marco? She's like, no, no, when he went on a business trip, he you know he's been gone for a few days. We're like, well, we hadn't heard it. He's like, yeah, he's having business. They're like, ma'am, you're under arrest. What? <laughs> But yeah, that would have been funny if he was just with them in the SWAT team. Just like... It'd be like an episode of Cheekers. <laughs> basically. Like... <laughs> so yeah, uh, she never really like... You know, they, they brought her in. She never really said like, was it for the money? Because at that point, they were making about the same amount. You know, like, so... He was like, I get... Because she never really divulged. She, she did, you know, eventually say that she like ordered the hit on him. I mean, they got it for red-handed, literally. But, like, she admitted to that, but she never gave a reason why. And she, to this day, she never talked about it. She was like, they'll, they'll go and ask her from time to time, be like, hey, you know, like, why'd you do it? Eh. Never. She never says anything. Like, she'll admit to it. She'll say, like, you know what happened, but she'll never say why. <sighs> so, yeah, that was, that was something. Also, like, the whole thing was, like, seven minutes long. I, I was like... I was gonna go to bed. I was like, oh, "What's this? Oh shit!" Like, because like, I'm like, "Wow!" Like, literally, wow. <laughs> whew. That was, that was whew. roller coaster seven minutes. <laughs> well, uh, another roller coaster. Um, <laughs> so uh, I've been reading this webtoon called um, "The Unquestionable Mister Kim." Okay. Unquestionable Mister Kim. First of all, what a title. Um, <laughs> Couldn't say it at first. <laughs> um, and so, um, this is a story about uh, Do Young Kim. He's an office worker um, for a company. Okay. Um, <laughs> It'll never have the same connotation ever again. Um, and so, he's an office worker, but he's also a half vampire. 
Oh, okay, cool. Let's let's ramp it up to supernatural. Let's go. <laughs> and so, um, you know, uh, so because he is a half vampire, he cannot drink blood. Oh, <laughs> but he can feed off the essence of the human. Sure. And so, you know, he goes into work. He's like, you know, I'm half vampire. I live a regular life. Mm-hmm. You know, I go to my office job. You know. Yeah. I work. Yeah. I blend in. Because, you know, the people don't like vampires. Yeah. And so, like, everyone he gets there, there's, like, this confidence. Yes, and he just gives it away because he's like, I have not drink coffee. Um, take this co-worker. Um, and so, he's talking to his friend, Yujong. Um, he's like, I think I need to find a new sex friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so he sends a message. Office banter. <laughs> and then, like, some time goes by, he's like, falls asleep at the desk. And, like, he's like, he's, you know, nodding off. And, like, his coworker's like, is he all right? Um, he was not. And so, um,. Okay. He looks at his email and his boss sends him a message that says, meet me at my office at one o'clock. And then he's like, that's weird. It's the middle of the day. <laughs> and so um, he goes to meet Chief. Um, he calls his boss Chief. Uh, his name is Lee Kangwu. Um, so he meets Chief. And, you know, Chief, Chief was, you know, like, wow. <laughs> and so, like, Toyon comes in with his resignation. He's like, what you doing? Sit on the couch over there. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> and he's like, you know, he got a little club. Close. He's like, Chief, what you doing? Oh, no. <laughs> well, you said you needed a sex friend. No, I was, ma'am. I was so surprised you're so forward. Oh, my God. But, uh... <laughs> ta-da! <laughs> Those moments, you're like, I gotta go. Like... <laughs> Wow. And so, um, Dion got out of it because he was like, it's it's the middle of the day, people are here, and he's like, okay, you got a point this time. I love that this time. <laughs> and so, you know, after work, he's like, file these papers for me, give them to me. Okay. Shenanigans. <laughs> and um, that was great. Um, <laughs> and so that's, that was kind of like, yeah, most of it. And then, like, here he was like, I've been giving you coffee all the time. You never drink it. How rude. <laughs> so you haven't been doing this shit like... <laughs> I can't drink coffee. No, I don't drink coffee. Yeah. But yeah, so, you know, it's like the whole thing of like... He's with a vampire. He feeds off the essence of humans. And so him and like... Chief have been shenaniganing it up. Baby, he getting that essence. He wasn't. Oh. So for some reason... Because like, you know, he gets the essence through sex. Yeah. But he couldn't, like, girl, they did some things. Okay. They said, we're going to see why you're not. <laughs> well, Chief didn't know this. Yeah. yeah. So he hadn't told Chief. But, like, Tuyang was talking to um, Juyang, and he was like, I need essence. I can't get it from him for some reason. Like, what's we, the deal? Like, like, we've been fucking fucking. Like,. <laughs> I've, I've got nothing so like it got to the point where like essentially he went into like this starvation mode yeah cause he's like, where, nothing. like <laughs> and so in this like most vampires can like control their um how they look and so like they can hide the fangs in their eyes mm-hmm. but like 
his eyes just turned red and his face came out. Because he was working on E. <laughs> and, like, he couldn't get it to change back, so he just kind of ran away from Chief. One day, Chief was like, Wait. <laughs> Chief went searching. Chief pulled up. He was like, you not running away from me no more. And then he's like, Chief, don't look at me. Don't look at me, Chief. Oh don't God. look at me, Chief. Oh and then, you know, you did the look. And it was like the cry face. And it was like the adorable cry face. And, you know, it's like his vampire face. And it's like, Chief was like, shook his um, I mean, there's a lot that they, you know, you didn't know. Because, like, like, you you know, know. there's a lot of anti-vampire rhetoric out there, so. Yeah. You know. This is is shocking. Because, like, Chief has been, like, the whole time was, like, Chief was, like, you're hiding something from me. What is it? Tell me. No. (laughs) Yeah, man. Let's keep what we got going. We're we're great, you know? (laughs) And so where we are, where I am now is um, they think the cure is, like, to get um, blood from, like, the original vampire but the original vampire is trying to like deuce out <laughs> of, co- of course and so he's like essentially he was like I'm not gonna help you unless you take my spot I need someone to take my spot so I can go <laughs> you take my spot you'll be healed I'll be out of here our problem is solved but there's like a bit more weight on yeah. the situation because you know it's you, never that you, easy. It's like you are the vampire. You're like the leader of all the vampires. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, no, it, what's it's, to you? It's like you said, take my spot. It, it sounds like, you know, it's just a job chain. No, it, you're turning me into a whole leader and I'm not ready. Like, <laughs> And so um, we also still don't know why <laughs> to you cannot yeah. take the essence from Chief. So questions. We have questions. <laughs> But um, it's a good read. Lots of shenanigans. So much shenanigans. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Well, last on my list, um, I got a notification from the Ostium podcast. And they were like, because of Miss Roma, because originally they were supposed to come back for six season, like um, in September. And they said they're not happening. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, we know. And but because of that, um, Alex C. Talander, who is the creator of Ostium, he was like, I got some old Patreon stuff, and he was like, We're gonna just to make sure, like, you know, it's still stuff coming out on the page. I'm just go post some of my old, like, basically Ostium behind the scenes, basically like how I started the podcast, and just memorable stuff like that. Because he was like. It was supposed to come out in September, but he was like, thankfully, we've gotten it under control, and it should come out in January of next year. But he's like, you know, it's a few months between those times, so we're just going to patch you over, because they've already done the, like, they'll do the whole season, and then they'll do, like, basically, like, a rundown of the season, and it's, like, for two or three weeks, you'll get, like, basically, like, the whole season in, like, snippets. And so, like, they've already done that. They've already done the Wish Company. He's like, okay, it's like, what do I do? <laughs> and so, like, the first episode of, like, Ostium Behind the Scenes, it was, like, basically the cat- the catalyst for Ostium. And so he's like, you know, I listened to the um, the podcast. Welcome to Night Vale. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought I will just kind of. It always comes connect. back there. And it was great because, like, he doesn't talk about this, but, like, Ostium goes to Night Vale at one point. And so, like, he. 
because I think he made his like a it was like a year he thought about it a year after like Welcome to Nightmare came, Nightmare came out and so he was like I was listening to this podcast and he was like this is giving me ideas but it's like I more ideas of my own like about like this town with no people in it and he was just like hmm and so he was like little did I know I'll be working with them like you know down the line so like that was cool and he also talked about like the dude that plays like Jake um they've known each other for years like they were almost like I think they were college friends. And so he was like, but Jake, uh, I think his name is like Brian. Like Brian, he uh, is a school teacher. And also if you call Brian, he will not call you back until two months later. So, <laughs> so, cause it was like the first, he's like, I found the first email I sent to Brian a year later. And here we go. <laughs> but he was like, I know him. I know him though. So like, I knew that was going to happen, but he was I'm like, not surprised. Yeah. It was like, you know, I was getting other things in the works because like, he was like, when you deal with Brian, and you tell him you're doing something, by the time he corresponds to you, have it ready, he'll just come do it. Like, you know, like, he was like, do all the work, I'll come in. And so, like, basically he wanted, because he also does music, because he was like, I want you to do, like, the voice of the main character and the music for it. He's like, you will have a big part in it. I know you're still doing the schoolwork. I will give you time. Like, he was like, listen, I, I understand how you work. I will give you time, but think about it, you know. And then also he was, like, in this acting group, uh, with Gloria, who is the lady that plays um, one of the female astronauts. And so he was like, I knew that she was going to be in this from the beginning. And he was like, there was nobody else that was more badass for this role because that, that bitch will fight you. Um, like, and so, like, yeah, it's just, like, basically the first episode, because he was like, the first episode was only, like, 20 minutes, but it was just getting everything together. And he was like, the second He's like, later on down the line, you'll just see, like, how things come together and, like, how we basically get it off the floor. Because, like, on the first episode, like, you know, he was talking to Brian, he was talking to Glory, he was talking, like, to the acting group, but it wasn't anything yet. It was, like, just brainstorming. And so he was just, like, just just to see where it goes and see how it got to the podcast you listen to now. And so, yeah, so it's just, like, a little, little behind the scenes to pad us over until the next year. And honestly, I was, like... Because, like, I don't listen to, like, the snippets, like, of the thing. I was like, I might listen to season five again anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll listen to season five and then, like, listen to the behind the scenes and see how that goes. But, yeah, thanks, Alex, for, like, that little look behind the ostium. Also, Brian was like, don't call me. <laughs> All right, I have a small Whose Baby Is It update. Um, it's not small. It was a lot happened. Um... <laughs> So, you know, we were caught up in the scandal where we left off. Um, they got, you know, pictures of um, Yee and Fing and Baby Roro were leaked to the press. Not leaked to the press. <laughs> and so, you know, rumors were popping up. Rumor, rumor, rumor. Gossip, gossip. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we had to do some damage control. Mm-hmm. And so well, what solution they landed on was to, um, since, you know, technically it was... The baby is Fing's baby. We, um, Yee was like, okay, so we're going to say that Rero was your son. Um, we're not going to explain the mother situation. Yeah. At some point. Um, and that we are friends and that we were just kind of hanging out. And that was a day. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so they did that. And so then, um, Yee also had a press conference where she was like, we suing everybody. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we saw all y'all motherfuckers. Um, How dare? Because uh, <laughs> like 
it was like a meeting after and like they were like okay so we like threatened to sue him but like we don't actually have to sue him it's like nah no we're doing it for we, 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 we want them to like never do that again um <laughs> it was like such strength um the um that's what the chat text was saying. like oh he's so strong look at him <laughs> uh, we like him now <laughs> right I was in the, the, the tide of uh, popular demand like mm-hmm. <laughs> and also you know he revealed that he is part of the he family so like cause you know um, the rumor was like he was with Lee Wei um, and they were like actually we're cousins <laughs> that'd be weird um, yeah. squash that shit too so <laughs> which also added to like his popularity cause it was like he came from this like prestigious family and didn't hide and hit it and like did all these crappy movies and so, you know, business, that's the business side of it. Um, then you have Baby Roro and his magical powers, because let's not forget, he's a magic baby. Sure. Um, <laughs> and so Roro, in like this like dreamscape, you know, he meets this chicken. Okay, I'll, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. And so, you know, like the chicken was like, when he first met the chicken, the chicken was real sick. And he was like, oh, no, my friend, um, I must help you. No chicken could work. Oh <laughs> baby chicken wasn't doing too good. Oh no. Um, and so then, you know, he he nursed chicken about the health. And so he's like, I shall name you Big Head. Oh, all right. We got friends. Right. Um and so like, you know, they were go to the dreamscape. Big Head's there, you know, they go on these adventures yeah. and like this go around, they he met Big Head and Big Head was kinda sad, he was like Big head, don't be sad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, come up with a new power. Okay. Fried chicken magic. And so they ate chicken. We eat. Him and the chicken ate chicken. We eat. Uh huh. Okay. I just, I just want to make sure I heard that uh-huh. right. Yes. Um. Hold on. Please hold. Okay. Hold, please. Okay. Um. Uh- <laughs> I just, I just want to make sure because you know sometimes things go fast. You know, it's like so. Baby and chicken eat chicken. Mm-hmm. We eat. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right, then. Uh, <laughs> magical baby, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. Here's a duck. He's so little. Wait. Is that him in the corner? Uh-huh. <laughs> He's so little! I love this. <laughs> Scroll. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but here's the thing. Oh no! Because um, what ha- essentially has happened is, um, Roro has pulled Yee into the dreamscape. Yeah, when you said that, I'm like, because like, what was happening with Yee was Yee and Fing were having like this conversation, and Fing was like, "Let's do it." Um, and then uh, Yee said, <laughs> "So Yee was just like, where am I? Oh, there's chicken." Robo, come on, some chicken. And then he was like, "This is my friend, Big Head. Big Head's a duck, but I like him." It's like duck, and like he is like also, looking. Where are we? He is looking. He's like, "You mean the baby?" Wait a minute. Wait, what? And so he you know, has a baby, and they all eating chicken. All right. And so then, back to the things. Um, I said this was a little update. It's not. Uh, so. Why you lie like that? Why you lie? Why you be lying? This is why people have trust issues. 
Um, but, um, back to the things. Also, um, Gia Fing's aunt, who was like the supportive aunt, um, was like, you know, we got this baby. Um, so she had done some digging and found out that, um, Gia Fing, who is, you know, the thing with Yi, um, used this, um, service to, um, hold this DNA and, you know, as she put two and two together, it was like, okay, so that's how we're rose here. Mm. And so she used his DNA for a baby. But she didn't tell him yet. Of course, of course not. Why would she do that? <laughs> and so, you know, they got the baby. The baby's crying all the time. And she's like, ugh. Ner- um, nurse lady, make the baby so cry. Wow. Wow. Um, you did this, ma'am. Oh, um, and so then she's like, let's go to grandfather. And grandfather's going to give my baby a name. Okay. And so, because, like, grandfather's, like, out in the mountains and is just, like, yeah. in, in tune with the powers. Because, yeah. like, he met um, baby Roro. He's like, this baby got the power. Um, that's my boy. Uh, <laughs> they like this now. Like- Truly. Um, <laughs> and so they took the baby to grandfather. And grandfather was like, no, I'm not going to name this child. Oh. Um, there is no connection with you and this child at all. And when the time comes, you need to just let the baby go. Gave it to her straight. <laughs> was pissed. And she was also, he was also like, whoever gave this baby, somebody has already named this baby, you have to find them. Oh, I, I, it's clicking now. <laughs> and so then they went to the father and it was like, we have this baby, this is baby big kid. There it is. There it is. And so in her inner monologue, she was like, that was not the name I gave this baby. Um... <laughs> I cannot remember the name I gave this baby. Don't so Everybody just started calling this baby Baby, baby Big Head. Head. And unfortunately, that is that baby's name. If you you scroll to the um, <laughs> third one, you see Fing Big Head. Wow. Well, <laughs> that's what happens when you do shit you're not supposed to. Like, <laughs> Truly. <laughs> So, wow. I haven't caught all the way up with it because, like, there were like a massive updates. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, this is where I am with the updates now. Um, Fing Big Head. I'm Fing Big Head. The poor unfortunate child. <laughs> like, like, not only that, like, the baby don't have no connection with any of their parents. And then, like, like the grandfather said, you gotta let the baby go. So, eventually, Fing Big Head gonna be out here on the streets. Well, not on the streets, but you know. Fing BK can be alright. He's a guy we're wrong. To feed him chicken as a duck. <laughs> also, I love how he like is personified as a duck to him. Chicken duck, you know. Yeah. So, wow. That's great. <laughs> and um, last on my list, um, Miss Beyonce um, did an interview with a Vogue, was it? Um, and, you know, she talked about a lot of things. And when Beyonce talks, she listen. Because she's Beyonce. I'll never forget that, but, like, I was watching Good Mythical Morning of all shows. And then, like, Rick McLaughlin was like, I love Beyonce. In the middle of nothing. Like, they were not talking about Beyonce. He's like, I love Beyonce. I just thought everybody should know that we can carry on now. Oh, like, I mean, <laughs> like, quite a prolific woman. Like, it's 
just like there is no avenue that you can go that she is not there. But I'm sorry, we're good. Like, <laughs> and like she talked about a lot of things. I have a couple of things noted. Um, she talked about starting, you know, her own entertainment company, um, Parkwood Entertainment. Because she was like, you know, she would go at meetings with like these um, agencies and like, she was like, the agencies would be like, well, dad suggests this. And you know, she was like, who are they surveying? And so she was just like, you know what? I'm going to start my own thing and do what I want to do. And so she started Parkwood. And like one of the things they told her was like, black and white um, photography and imagery doesn't sell. And so she was like, and so then I did single ladies. <laughs> and if I were a boy, all black and white. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that was my best-selling work to date. I was like, work. Because, like, when, when you said they're like, oh, black and white, I, I snickered. Because, wow. She was like, I turned right around and did single ladies. I was like, that's power. Mm-hmm. And then she talked about, you know, um, how, you know, she doesn't have, like, much of a social media presence. And so she was like, she wanted to be like a princess Sade, whereas like, you know them for their artistry and not for just like, you know. What they say. Online things. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I want to focus on my music, my, um, my music, my film, my art, and my message, and that should be enough. And if it's not, I'm not in the right business. And then <laughs> she talked about, you know, like having like this boundaries between like her work, work, like on same person in her real life. And she was like, there are some times where like people in my real life forget how much of a beast I am and how he was. And somebody see me performed it. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, and like she talked about like how she's essentially has been in the industry since she was a child. And like yeah. how every decade was kind of just like her focus kind of shifted and so she's like now I'm kind of just focusing on my real life and my family and just trying to you know do things that are more influential for the culture because essentially at this point in her career she's done it all like there's like, literally she cannot do yeah it's, it's almost something she hasn't done already so <laughs> so so now that's kind of like where she is with her life you know she has the twins and she has Blue Ivy yeah and she has, you know, JC, and she's trying to do more things that are meaningful for her and fulfilling for her, which I'm just like. And then my, my favorite quote when she was talking about, like, you know, like people on the internet. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and she's like, there's so many internet therapists, comic critics, and experts with no expertise. This and I'm just like, oh. It's, it's true. Oh. <laughs> It is true. <laughs> Which, you know, kind of puts in perspective, kind of like the whole internet culture. Especially that, because, like, it is pretty, still pretty new. Like, 2001, like, what was the internet, right? Yeah. 2010 is kind of like where things started forming and, like, you know, now we're here. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Something like we don't still don't know how to navigate. 
And I think, especially for, like, artists, it's, like, easy to kind of get caught up in it. Yeah. Also, because things move so fast. Because, like, you you think you know a trend, and then the next time it's gone. Like, it's mm-hmm. literally gone. Um, like <laughs> so, like, this, the internet culture itself is just, like, such a... It's a whirlwind and also a cesspool. Like, yes. It's like it's, it moves fast, but it also is very stagnant, which is like kind of an oxymoron, but like it is. Yeah, and I think, especially for like an artist, it's like it's easy to kind of get caught up in like the shit going on on the internet. Like someone's going to have something negative to say or something. Always. Yeah. And like you could feed into it or you can't. You don't. Yeah. Which Beyonce is like, nah. <laughs> I mean, also, at this point in her career, like, did we think we, she was gonna, like, you know, like, like, it, mm. <laughs> yeah, so, Beyonce, wow, a message. Well, um, on that note, we hope you enjoyed the podcast, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Baby, big head.